This is Temple Radio with Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, providing you with easy access to information, knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual practitioners to support you to connect, transform and grow with love, soul and spirit in your everyday lives. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Temple Radio. My name is Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, trance channel, psychic detective, twin flame connector, spiritual teacher and author. I'm originally from Brisbane, Australia and currently living in Columbia, South America. Now for today's episode, I am so completely and incredibly honoured to have uh, a friend, a colleague, and a client join me for the show, Carolyn, who is an author and uh, basically manages a community called Grants Information that helps people to access grants for from the government within Australia. So Carolyn is our guest today, and she's going to join me and talk about transformation moving from stuck to creative flow and how you can support yourself in moving from that sense of stuck into flow within your everyday life. So welcome, Carolyn. Please share. Pleasure. Um, Firstly, can I get you to tell our listeners a little bit more information about you and your journey around love, soul and spirit? Thanks, Leah. I I came to you some time ago because I was terribly stuck in in my role. I was working in a job I absolutely had lost my passion for. And I needed to move into a role where I could really start to to look at the areas of my life that mattered to me. Uh, And a big one was to get into romance writing um, and to really celebrate the love that's, that's around us. And for so many people who are missing out on that, I've written a book five years ago and done absolutely nothing with it. It was as stuck as I was. Um, spiritually, I'd run away from, from my spookiness, as I called it, and, and, and it really just centred myself in, in a life that I wasn't happy with. And thankfully... We got together, I think I called it business mentoring at the time because I, I wasn't going to quite admit to the fact that it was there and I set myself all these stupid goals I wanted to achieve <laughs> when actually what I really wanted to do was transform to, to who I am today and that's an author. And, um, and I am so, so grateful to the journey and, and to working with you to get there. Um, and it's an exciting time, so spiritually and, and, and on a soul level, starting to feel really fulfilled. And I'd love to share that with your listeners. Awesome. And, you know, I am really excited to have you join us today and share your knowledge and your wisdom because you have walked that path from, you know, feeling really stuck in a career that you really didn't enjoy And, you know, having your goal, which was to write that book. And, you know, I do remember our first session together, you know, and and I called it intuitive business coaching because, you know, 
We can't really talk to the other side and to guides and loved ones if we want to do business stuff. But mm-hmm. the reality is that, you know, we bring all of that in. Um, and so I remember that first conversation and saying to you, well, what are your goals? And, you know, they were very business-focused, very career-driven, and then we all of a sudden got into the word passion and what that meant for you. And that's when you shared with me about the writing and the book that you'd, you'd done. And so it kind of peaked for me and intuitively to go, hang on a minute, that's where you really want to go. So how do we get you there? So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so thank you. And, <laughs> you know, it's really inspiring for me to have worked with a client through my mentoring programs and taken them from where they were, which was stuck, to now being a successful published author, which is your passion and something you're working on full time now and just loving it. So I can feel the energy that's transformed and shifted for you in amongst that and I'm so incredibly grateful that you're willing to share that with others today. And it is such a journey and it's, it's one that I think so many of us don't want to face and, and the drudgery and the, um, no, almost the, the shock to your own emotions when you don't follow your passion uh, is it's just the worst thing in the world and it's, it's so easy to get trapped. Um, we we're constantly bombarded with we've got to have this thing or or to achieve this goal or to be successful in a career. And I think what we forget is those don't fill our, our passion bucket. They don't fill us emotionally. Mm. And it just stops so much creativity in so many areas of our life. And it, and it was great, I mean, just the experience of unpacking it and finding myself within our mentoring process mm. because I didn't even know who that person was at that time. So it, it was, it was just, it was a roller coaster and it was so, so much fun to do it together and to be so blunt and honest with each other yeah. um, was I, just the best. And I think that's where, you know, being blunt and honest, if you're really wanting to transform and change your life, and I'll ask you a couple of questions about that in a minute, you have to get blunt and you have to get honest with yourself. And really the role of a mentor is to just reflect back to you when you're maybe not doing that. And Sometimes with the busyness of everyday life and, like you said, striving for something that you may not be really passionate about, you know, it just takes a different perspective sometimes to be able to see it for what it is. So you have to get honest with yourself and authentic with yourself if you want change and transformation. Absolutely. And and, and I think so many of us don't know ourselves. We've been conditioned into what role we're expected to play in life. And it takes takes us years to actually find that space. And some people might never do that. And that's such a loss to their their spiritual and soul journey. Yeah. And you mentioned something really interesting there because, you know, we are conditioned to expect certain things or have other people's expectations of us 
and what mm. we're meant to do or what we should do in life, that whether they come from teachers or schools or parents or family or friends or, or whatever, how did you cope with unpacking, using the word that, you know, you've used, some of those expectations that you might have taken on throughout your journey? Yeah, and I think this is, going back to your book, it's a real shifting the ship moment because when you start to to examine your life and, and, and those roadblocks and to realise that you're free, one, you actually feel quite lost. You don't know where the hell you're going. Mm. And it's, it's almost like you've got this whole world in front of you, but you don't know how to react to it. And you almost have to take small steps. And the expectation is, okay, I've made this decision, everything's going to flow. And it takes into so many, so many aspects, like even the abundance, you know, I don't want to be doing this, I don't want to be this person. Your negative words were really holding back. So it was such a shift in my mindset, in a grieving process, because there was a great deal of angst around where I'd sort of got myself stuck for so many years and Mm -hmm. how much of the world I'd missed out on that I felt I could have done done this so much earlier, it could have worked so much better. And... The funny thing is, the, as soon as you start on that journey, it seems that there's more and more hurdles to come across. But the great thing is that you know at the other side there's something positive. And there's also, for especially in a creative process, there's so much you can then bleed back onto the page. Oh, my and gosh, that's yeah. so important. And so as hard as it seems... and it's definitely a process that's positive in the end, but yeah. quite grueling to go through. Yeah. How did I cope? Probably not well at times, but yeah, but we kept going. <laughs> and I want to pick up on you know you you talk about the word stuck or grueling or you know challenges or obstacles etc. I want to talk a little bit more about that if I can. What does so, what does stuck look like, sound like, and feel like for you? So for me to to really explain that, it would be like walking through glue, and to feel like I wasn't in the life I wanted to be in. So, and actually not knowing the process of how to escape it, and I think that's where the, the stuck comes in. It's almost quite a frightening world to be in because you're not living to your true potential you can almost feel your soul screaming Mm. to go and do something different yet the reality around you encapsulates you in a place where you just can't move or you choose not to move or you're too scared to move Mm. and change just creates so many barriers you're fearful that people won't respond to you in the same way and Putting words out in the public domain, my goodness, that's, as you know, it's a scariest concept to have your peers review your work. So it's a daunting, daunting place. So, yeah, I, I think that's it. It's that bubble of fear. Um, mm-hmm. And fear is the block. Yeah. That's, what, that's what keeps you stuck. 
Yeah, and I love how you use that analogy. One that often comes in for me is just, you know, picture yourself in a puddle of mud and you've got yeah. your gumboots on or your, you know, your wellies, whatever you want to call them, um, and you're standing in the middle of this puddle of mud. Are you up to your neck, are your shoulders, your waist, or, you know, is it, is it only ankle deep? You know, yeah. how, much, how much stuck are you in? Um, and really that's the first thing I guess we need to to look at and it's really about you know how much fear have you got going on whether it's Mm -hmm. mentally emotionally or you know looking at your actions and your behaviors are they what's keeping you stuck and sabotaging your success and so I really like how you talk about the mindset had to change because You know, if you picture yourself in that puddle of mud, if you're standing in the middle of that puddle of mud going, I can't get out of here, I can't get out of here, I can't get out of here, well, of course you can't get out of there. You know, and you're going to go round and round in circles because you've already talked yourself into not being able to get out of it. Yes, absolutely. So, and I also liked how you talked about the grieving process because... You know, uh, when we talk grief, we talk emotion. And grief is just a process of letting go of the old or what's no longer working or, you know, what's past its expiry date, so to speak, and bringing in the new, which is what you're asking for. But we've often been conditioned, and I'd like to explore this a little bit with you, to not connect with our emotional bodies. And, and, and I, yeah. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, transforming from stuck to flow around that, if you can. Sure. And emotionally, when I was stuck, I mean, I'm very empathic, and it was so easy for me to take on everyone else's garbage and, and take it completely as my own. And I think, as in, a, in that state, it was easy to, again, just keep filling up the pool of mud or blur it, however we put that. And, and part of moving out to creative flow and moving out of that stuck environment was actually to embrace the emotional, embrace my emotional needs. Mm. And instead of working for everyone else and basically doing their bidding, it was about emotionally finding myself and so many of us, again, need to do that because we, you know, we may be a mother, we may be a, a, an employee, um, daughter, son. Sorry, I'm being very sexist here, but obviously thinking from the girly perspective. <laughs> but they're roles and they stop our emotional flow. They stop us being able to, to feel the present moment, to feel what we actually need at the present moment and to sit there quietly and, and say to yourself, okay, what do I feel? Where is it going to take me? What do I need to do today? How many of us do that? Mm-hmm. And how many of us give ourselves those few minutes to just consider it? So, yeah, emotionally I was drained and I had no idea how to take that forward. Yeah. It was a tough time, tough, yeah. tough time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for sharing that because I think you know, learning a new process for dealing with emotions is is one of the the ones that a lot of people find more challenging. And once we get through it, 
you know, it's not to say we don't experience some of the so-called negative emotions with sadness or disappointment or anger or hurt or whatever. It's just meaning we've got some tools and techniques to be able to not bury ourselves in the mud or to know when someone else is flinging mud from their pool into ours because they can't cope, you know. Um, and so I really like how you say that, you know, being an empath, that you pick up on other people's emotions and that is something you needed to learn how to come back to yourself and go, well, what do I need here? And I think, yeah. and I, you know, I, I want to say this for a lot of women in particular, we don't know how to put our needs first. We mm -hmm. often um, give so much to everybody else because it's in our, and this means no disrespect to men, it's just in our in, innate DNA that women are the givers, they're the nurturers, they're the communicators, they're the, you know, the, the mothers in whatever archetypal sense you want to say that and there are some men that play that role so I don't want to discount that but what we've got to learn is how do we need to to put ourselves first and I guess that comes into transformation does it Absolutely. And I think you hit on such a great point that, you know, we've been stereotyped into our role as, as caregivers. Um, and also we're, we're morphing into a role where we're expected to be breadwinners as well. So our boundaries have really grown for other people's needs and it's really put more pressure on us. And part of that transformation, I remember you gave me an awesome exercise um, and I'll let you share it because I won't communicate it as well, about protecting yourself emotionally. And that was probably the first thing I did in the transformation was stopping other people's shit coming in. Mm. So to do that and create that bubble was just phenomenal. Um, and I, the other thing I think was, yes, there was that finding myself and my needs, but it was also changing the way I thought. And I know we did a lot of work on what do you want? When do you want it by? How does it look? Visualize it. Yeah. And that was a brilliant thing to have that beautiful board up on the wall of where you want to be. It works. Yeah. Uh, see, that, see what you want to achieve. I remember seeing my books in front of me and aiming for that. And you have to be that focused yes. while you're training yourself out of your own world into the new world absolutely yeah. and and i really love how you describe all of that because that's essentially the manifesting process is yeah. we take ourselves from one reality to what we want so what we're experiencing now there's nothing wrong with wanting or needing or asking for something new to come into your life. That's part of transformation because how else do we grow and evolve? So we're essentially going from where we are now to where we want to be. So sometimes there's a massive gap there. And if you look yeah. at that gap, there's a lot of experiences, a lot of circumstances, a lot of people that can come into that pathway that can push a button to trigger you to go back and not stay focused on your goals. So 
you know, I love how you say you have to stay focused. Okay, is this moving me towards what I'm asking for or is it moving me away from? Is a really good way to just quickly check in with yourself and go, hey, you know, am I going back towards my old story or the old or am I moving towards what I'm asking for? So I really love the simplicity of that. Yeah, and I think the other thing that that people need to realise is once you start that change, not everyone agrees with it. And for some people it's a real challenge to see you achieving what you can. And And the great thing is you know you can do this. You've been whatever role you've been in life and you've achieved that so well. You survived before. You can survive this. But it's a good point around people who just just try and roadblock you a little bit. You know, your happiness may not be theirs. Your achievements and goals being met might not be their happy moment. So, and that's part of that ongoing journey to transform and to bring other people along with you. And some may fall by the wayside. So be it. You have to be that tough because it's your life. It's not placating to them. Exactly. And, you know, I like how you talk about bring them bring them along with you but it's also about knowing when they've triggered you into that old story isn't it and to go okay thank you for showing me my old beliefs my old patterns wow I'm so awesome and so grateful and so appreciative of my new mindset and my new ability to stay focused and it's really just an opportunity to stay focused you know, yeah. when, they, when you get triggered by someone else's stuff and someone else's belief, someone, someone else's limiting um, thoughts, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't have that, you know? Yeah. Or, or you, that feeling of not being worthy enough to achieve it. Yeah. And, and also you find that some people can trigger you by saying, you won't do that. Or you're so up yourself on, you know, thinking you can do that. And, and it really is, it's, it's quite a thing. And I think the other real key point is as much as it's great to, to look back and say, okay, I can see you're teaching me a lesson, there will be times when you just totally do get triggered. You do lose it. Yep. You do say naughty words and get really angry. But just you know, let that out. That's part of the emotional flow that we've held back for so long. You know, oh, I can't say that. Got to behave this way. Got to be a professional. You know, when you go through this process, you are learning your emotions again. You're back to your childhood. How do I do this? Yeah. So also, you know, be kind to yourself in the process and, and love yourself because many of us don't do that. We don't have that care mm. for ourselves. We give it. Sorry. No, you're right. I think it's really. Really awesome how you say that is just allow yourself to be or express Mm. whatever is coming up. And, you know, I I just had a reminder of when we're kids, we actually, from a very early age, we know how to fully express our emotions. We just, we do. It's the adults and society around us that conditions us to suppress them, bottle them, whatever, don't display them. And particularly for young boys, that's really difficult um and i want to just share briefly um you know a a scenario that took place that i heard about um my my mum was sharing with me about how my niece and nephew were playing around and 
um, he's younger than her and um, he must have, you know, hit her a little bit or something. He's only five and she's turned around and just, you know, whacked him, so giving him a, a good punch. And uh, mum said, oh, my God, she just looked so vicious with it. And um, and I just kind of took a breath and I went, mm, okay. And what had been popping in that day for me was just the awareness of the right amount of anger at the right person at the right time brings about massive transformation. Yes, that's so right. true. And yeah. so many people are afraid to express anger. I mean, I'm not... I'm not saying that the way my niece expressed that anger is appropriate. It was her emotion. It was raw. It was authentic. It was the only way she knew how to express it in that moment. However, if we teach kids or ourselves to express that emotion at the right person, at the right time, you know, in the right amount, doesn't it bring about change and transformation if it's, it's true and honest? Yeah, and it's so freeing to be able to trust yourself to let that let that go. That and and you're dealing with it in a moment. And I think so much resentment and anger and and fear mm. is based on not letting those emotions go, not letting that conversation happen when it needs to. Yeah. And you know, you look at the most um, volatile of relationships. Sometimes a marriage, they may be. Yeah, quite vocal with each other it's a good way of getting your point across and it, it tends to bump along pretty well um because the conversations happen so yeah it definitely it's yeah it's yeah brilliant I like that little so learning today so talk to me about um creative flow and how that's looking in your world today wow Stepping away from work and actually taking on the role full-time has, has been the best move. I, um, I was a little bit stuck still on my expectations of what book I was going to get out. And where I come from, the grants environment and project management, and I've been working with grants information and, and that community, the obvious book for me to first work on was, was my grant writing book. And it was such a great chance to start in the creative process because I was so fearful of it still. How would I be received? So the one thing I absolutely knew about and I'd worked internationally on was the grants. So for me, that creative process started with that first book. And it's a short book. It's 138 pages, I think. But it was enough to, to really get some good information over there, but also to prove to myself that I could do it. Yeah. And it was such a sense of achievement. I'm now working on the second book of that series before I move on to the romances full time. And it's part of saying goodbye to that life in a bit of a way and passing on my generativity and, you know, onto the new, new generation. But I had a real clear moment of, of, of understanding my process. It was the most bizarre thing. It was literally last week. So I was working on just writing through on a second draft, which is a revised draft. And I saw my next story arc ahead of me as just this linear vision. It was the weirdest thing. And I spent probably five years skirting around the information, reading this, but listening to this webinar, you know, 
doing slush pile reads. But it was just this one moment of clarity where I saw it and I saw it as this process. And I think the freedom of just being able to be me, the real me, free of all the stresses of work and the stresses of that former me allowed that to happen. And creativity happens it, it doesn't happen sporadically. You've got to work at it. If you don't sit at the computer and do your work and, and try and get some ideas out, it's not going to happen. Mm. But it, you do need that freedom of mind to let that flow through. You need to be actually in your personal being and space to allow that to happen. Yeah. And, yeah, it's taken me 18 months to, to start that journey. And I really feel I'm at the start of the journey and it's so exciting and it's so much better to know you're in control of your earning power yeah. and, and you know, whether you're the richest person or the, the poorest person, being happy in what you're doing is just so worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my creative space. And, and, and I think you bring up a really good point with creative flow. It's not about having to take a big, massive step because when we work with what we know creatively and creativity can be painting, drawing, writing, dancing, music, um, you know, in all different forms, it's mm-hmm. just take one small step with where you are confident so that you can get the runs on the board or the hits on the board, whatever you want to call it, and go, oh, okay, I can do that. Now you've got your grants information book, which is available from Amazon for those who are interested, Um, and Carolyn will give you some details about that. You've got your next one in that that series coming out, and the book that you originally wanted help with, which was your your stuck romance novel that's already done, and it's the first (laughs) in a series, You've actually gone back and started re-looking at that and and are getting ready to publish your romance novel as well. Is that right? It is. And I'm hoping to have that one out before Christmas. Um, whether that's a hard um, timeline, I don't know. We'll see how we go. But it's something that needs to be finished. I started that back in 2011, 2012, and... It's 18,000 words sitting there of, of almost, I suppose, more spiritual world and paranormal romance. And it's, it's really where my passion is. But I've learned so much as well from that process. And I think that's the other thing where we're saying, yes, set a wind theme that you can achieve. But what you learn through that process about publishing, about, yeah. or, sorry, whatever creative field you go into but what you learn on that journey you can share them with other people and it becomes such a conversation starter and again you're then moving into that beautiful new role with new people and still building a better life and a better experience Mm. and you know I, I I share your um your journey in some ways around the book writing thing because you know, my first book came out, I think, in 2012. Um, that was Basics of Working with Spirit. 
uh, for those who are interested. And I've actually had five books sitting in draft form since then. Um, and it's really been in the last 12 months, so 2016, 17, that I've banged out two books that are now published, which the second one is... Um, Second one in the, in the spiritual series is divination tools and techniques. And then there's the one we're kind of talking about today, which helps people transform and shift their shit. And it's basically called um, Shifting Your Shit to Achieve Your Dreams. Um, and it takes you through that journey and it's a very practical journey. And I'm this close, really close to having another one finished. So it... I get what you're saying and once that flow opens up and you allow it, you just it just feels so freeing and light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I am aware of timing today and I know, Carolyn, you and I could talk about this stuff for hours um, and share so much more with you guys. And so what I'd like to do is just say, firstly, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your journey and your experiences with us. Um, and if you can please just let everyone know if they did want to contact you, where they can do that. Sure. And, and thank you for having me on today. It's been a fabulous experience. If anyone wants to get a hold of me, if you uh, go to the website www.grantsinformation.com.au, that's the portal I use for the grants community. Um, there's a contact on there. It looks very official, but just flick me an email through there. Um, it's better than giving out an email and getting a spam yeah. and all that sort of joy. So please do. I'd love to speak to anyone who wants a hand or um, wants to talk about the experience of mentoring and even a chat about your books because I love them. I've had the great uh, honour to be able to read those up front. So um, thank you. And, yeah, I'd love to hear from anyone. Yeah, and, you know, I've been honoured to read yours up front as well. So, um, you know, Carolyn did some editing for my books and myself in return. So thank you so much for that. If anyone's also interested in um, looking at the books that I have or connecting with me further through readings or mentoring to help you transform from stuck to flow, then jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au or connect with me on Facebook, Leanne the Barefoot Medium at Temple of Love, Soul and Spirit. And once again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I know I have and could keep talking about transformation and growth all day, every day. Um, that's how we go from, you know, stuck to love, free, flowing happiness joy in our everyday lives so thank you everyone for joining us on temple radio today i wish you a magical loving joyful and free flowing month ahead wherever you are whatever you're doing and whoever you're with thank you so much and enjoy your journey with love soul and spirit this has been temple radio with leanne the barefoot medium providing you with easy to access knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual advisors to support you to connect, transform and grow with all things love, soul and spirit in your everyday lives.